Right, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Who was, uh, who was at the weekend's SOS? Quickly put up your hands. Kiara, I see. Go and chat to those people. It's really awesome. Lots of miracles. Um, really good to, I think we, we often, and I think just listening to what I felt the Holy Spirit saying, um, we often tend to forget the things that God does. Uh, I know Kenny's passionate about this, but we must actually write down testimonies more often. Um, and so lots of miracles that happened this weekend. One of them that stood out for me uh, on Friday night session, there was a word of knowledge um, that someone's left shoulder um, was injured. Um, and it was uh, one of the guys participating in the weekend, but he wasn't at the Friday night. He came the next morning, prayed for his shoulder, and his shoulder was healed. He still had the physio straps on his shoulder. Um, and he said he couldn't do this, and he showed us what he could do. So his, his shoulder was completely healed. So, um, again, in the line of, of what, what I believe God's saying in the worship, let's focus on what God is doing. And let's go where he's going, right, instead of, 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 of doing other things and focusing on other places. Right, so this morning, um, I'm exercising quite a bit of restraint because... Um, I haven't been in the morning service for a while, and I've got like 10 messages to share, but I'm not going to do that. My wife made sure we're not doing two sermons in one or three sermons in one, um, but we are going to do something really practical, um, something that I've been um, wanting to do. In fact, we've had lots of um, discussions previously, um, so we're going to get very practical, and we're going to invest in our futures, uh, or more specifically, in our children's futures. So if you hear... This morning and you don't yet have children it's a great opportunity to prepare yourself and to get ready way ahead god is a father and so so children is by definition part of the christian walk um, whether it's spiritual children or natural children um, psalm 127 says children are a gift from the lord um, and, and then malachi uh, louis was in chapter 3 and I think he said that there was lots of judgment in chapter 2. So I'm in chapter 2. But in chapter 2, verse 15, it says, God wants godly offspring. Uh, but please note, it doesn't say God wants offspring. Right? God, the, the emphasis there is on godly. Um, but he wants children, but he wants godly children. And I think, I think all of us have, um, you don't need to be long around church or in pastoral ministry to realize the damage of ungodly parenting, whether it's natural, the, the, um, the devastation, uh, and that's just to put it mildly, that can, that can happen because of ungodly parenting, um, both naturally and spiritually, um, is, is devastating. So God, God really wants godly parenting. And so, um, like anything in life, it's, it's not going to happen by itself. We need to be intentional. And I think that's what, what this morning is about. So you're going to get a little paper. Thanks to Kenny for the inspiration or the design. Actually, I just copied the design from, from Kenny. Um, but we're going to do a bit of a workshop. And I'm going to explain to us in a second ways. Duncan. Oh, there's, there's, there's the papers. Okay, Duncan's. You can just um, share those. Um, we're going to fill in the paper. And then we're going to talk in groups. And again, um, if you don't have children... Um, this is a good exercise. I can guarantee you, you're going to be thinking about things that you haven't thought about. 
So again, it's a great investment into your future. So if you, if you have children, you can fill this in for your children. Um, if you don't have children yet, you can fill it in for the future. Or you can do it for spiritual children. Or if you've already had children, you can fill it in for grandchildren. Um, and just consider the dynamics there. But before we're going to, I'm going to give you a moment to look at the papers. So don't look at them at the moment or right now. Um, but I want to just talk about well, just two things, almost ground rules, if you will, um, when we complete these things and when we're going to have a quick discussion. I often find in church we, we, don't, we struggle to differentiate between biblical instruction and, and personal convictions. Sometimes we confuse these things. We think my conviction is the truth. Um, where it's just my interpretation of the truth or my, you know, obviously certain things are hard and fast and it's clear. Um, we know Jesus taught these principles, but other things are open for own conviction. So, so God is, walk, walks a journey with all of us, right? And he, and he picks us up and, he, and he, he saves us and then he walks with us and then he gives us certain convictions. And it's really important that you, we don't look at each other and compare each with each other, right? So maybe God has given you a conviction of something that is important in your life, but for someone, it's not, someone else, it's not a conviction. And, and again, I'm not talking about sin. That's why I'm making that um, distinction. So now let me, let me get really practical for this morning's sake. Um, so often, you know, especially when it comes to little babies and little infants and births you know there's a lot of convictions um and often it can it can become law right and then it could be a negative thing but let me give you an example of school for instance again something that's people have different convictions so some people feel homeschool is the right thing other people feel christian schools is the right thing other th people think public schools or normal schools are the right thing so it's not like christian school is the right thing but there are principles. So the principle there is um, outsourced discipleship or parenting is wrong. Okay, now that is the principle. Okay, the, the application of that principle can look different in different people's lives. And it can look different according to the convictions that God has given you. Another example um, uh, that's a consideration in a lot of these things. Living excluded from the world is, is wrong. Okay, so um, the Bible says we must be um, in the world, but not of the world. So excluding our kids from the world, that's wrong. Okay, so again, that's a principle, but it might look different for different people and different um, convictions. Um, and another principle that touches on all of these things is becoming like the world is wrong. Okay, so this, we're going to talk about all these principles in a, a moment. And then um, the last point or guiding principle, I want to make um, a couple of the, the guys in church, married men, uh, we've had a Saturday morning session called Man and His Marriage. And um, that was really good time. Some of the men here participated. Hopefully the, the wives were blessed in the process. But uh, yesterday morning session, it just so struck me, the, the, the guy um, sharing the session, um, 
he, he brought such a powerful um, distinction between two extremes um, that is not, you know, that, that God, wants us, God wants to help us in that we don't do those things wrong. So there's two extremes that he mentioned. He says there's the kid-centric versus the self-centric way of parenting. The kid-centric is where um, husband and wife, they have a child, the child gets born, and the child becomes everything. The child is, is, is placed on a pedestal, and so everything revolves around the child. Okay, that's the one, um, the one side of it. Uh, the other side is the self-centric side. So he, he, says, he says it this way. He says, some, some parents once pre-sanctified self-parenting children, right? Uh, we want to sit back and we want it to happen automatically for us. We, we like the fact that these kids, but we, we, we sort of distance ourselves. So those are the two extremes. The one is we want self-parenting children. The other extreme is um, the kids become everything. And, of course, biblically we want to avoid both. Um, he used a powerful illustration. He says it's like the husband and the wife, they're holding hands, both hands, so, so standing in a sort of a circle. The kid comes along, and the kid holds, you know, the hands, and it's a circle. That, he says, is a better picture of what, what family is. It's not the kid's centric, but it's also not self-centric. It's, it's somewhere in the middle. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll quickly fill these in. Um, and then all the men will meet. Should the men meet here or on the couches? Where do the men want to meet? Men will take the couches. Okay. Moms on the couches. Some of the men will take some chairs for the ladies. Okay. And it's not just moms. It's, it's all the ladies. Um, we want to have everyone's input uh, in the sharing. And all the men will be here sharing. So quickly look at these forms. I've got two questions prepared, but I'm pretty sure we're going to have some fruitful discussion just as it is, because I know we've got some very um, people with strong convictions. Um, so I think we're going to have some good conversation. Um, so I think let's, let's just start there. So take, take um, 30 seconds. Look at the form. If there's any questions, uh, quickly ask me.